views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Angel Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to those callers, welcome everyone to Angel Healing House Radio. You know, I'd like to take this opportunity with it being now the middle of November to wish those who will be celebrating a happy Thanksgiving coming up. And, you know, while we are so gifted with infinite blessings all year round, that each day should be a day of gratitude and a day of thanks. Well, for me, Thanksgiving has always given us a gentle nudge to make gathering with those we love a priority and take time out to appreciate the bounty that God has bestowed on us. And while many are looking forward to reunions at this time of the year, well, to be quite honest, there are some who absolutely dread the holidays (laughs) and uh, they experience very trying emotional difficulties being with their relatives, their biological families, and, uh, and they have a lot of hardship in going home. Now, that's why the Posse of Angels and I have uh, taken um, these uh, shows in November with the um, upcoming holidays, and, uh, and we've entitled, like last week's, was Healing Family Relationships. This week, we're going to take a look at 
children um, and continue the topic of healing family relationships with today's topic, which is entitled Your Children from an Angel's Perspective. And uh, this particular topic came about because several clients through the years have been experiencing the same issues with their grown children. And even that, even though they've done all, um, these clients did extensive healing work. They've forgiven. They, uh, even though there was only unconditional love on their part for their children, their children chose and made the decision to be estranged from them. And while many of these clients with the same concern they seemed to be speaking in one voice. There was one client in particular who stood out from the others. Uh, Jean, this is not her real name, but Jean, my client, had told me that she had been an absolutely devoted mother to her husband, to her daughter, and she admitted that her daughter's birth was indeed one of the happiest days of her life. Yet, along with the joy of motherhood, she also told me that it came with enduring an abusive marriage for 26 years. She said that she stayed in the marriage so that her child would not have to experience a broken home. But after a lifetime of abuse, she told me that she was not prepared to take the abuse anymore. And so she decided to divorce when her daughter was grown at the age of 20 and had already moved out of the house. Jean was prepared for the challenges that she would have to face, both financially and emotionally, to end her long-standing marriage. But what Jean was not prepared for was the absolute abuse and dishonor that came from her daughter. Jean said that although she was loving and respectful, Toward her daughter, her daughter hurled abusive comments at her and treated her with disrespect. Jean went on to say that the comments were so hurtful and awful that she would not have accepted this kind of behavior from her worst enemy. Through tear-filled eyes, Jean said that several years ago, her daughter chose to sever all ties with her, which absolutely broke her heart. Many years ago, Jean found out indirectly that her daughter was engaged and she was not invited to the engagement party. And a year after that, Jean again found out indirectly that her daughter was getting married and she was not invited to the wedding. Deeply downhearted that she would not see her only daughter wed, she wanted some angel guidance on her occurrence on this occurrence, and how she could best deal with it without destroying her soul. Now, in answer to Jean's question, I'd like to read a poem contained in the extraordinary book entitled The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. If you've not read this magical book, I do highly recommend it. It was written in 1923, and it's just as fresh and relevant in today's world. Now, in his section on children, this poet, Khalil Gibran, writes, Your children are not your children. 
They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself to perpetuate. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may even house their bodies, but not their souls. For their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you, for life goes not backwards, nor remains with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children, as living arrows, are sent forth. Now, you know, listeners, once the arrow is flung forth from the safety of an archer's steady uh, guiding bow, the arrow must then fly forth on its own and has to deal with all kinds of things on its journey. Things like how the arrow deals with weather conditions or obstacles that block and impede its path. These are all unknown quantities. And they can only be addressed once the arrow leaves the safety of the bow or the child leaves the parent. Now, the posse of angels, here they come in. My angelic family is chiming in and they're saying, so it is with grown children. They are not yours. And the reason one is experiencing any hurt, any disappointment or frustration with one's grown children is that one is assuming some sort of expression that should come from their child. Perhaps you're assuming that with all that you sacrificed for them, all that you gave to them, they should act or speak in a certain way. Now the posse of angels is saying that there are no shoulds and have-tos in this world. They lead to a lot of illusion and the more we respect honor and allow someone else, including our grown children, to walk their journey exactly as they choose and see fit, the more we free ourselves than to walk our journey unencumbered by attachments and expectations. And while we allow them grown-up freedoms in their choices, I told my client that uh, if a grown-up child's behavior is not respectful towards us, then it would be highly beneficial to draw boundaries, set limits and consequences for their words and actions and not allow the child to dishonor us in any way, just like we would do with any other person in our life. You know, I explained to Jean, as I've explained to many, many other clients, that her daughter's act actions and what she says actually has nothing to do whatsoever with Jean. The hurt, the anger, the sadness, and the pain inside her child are emotions that she is choosing to perpetuate and replay and hang on to in order for her to be right and to justify her negative, dishonoring behavior towards her mother. You know, listeners, there have been many instances where couples have divorced, and while it's not emotionally easy for anyone in time, with mutual respect, 
open communication, understanding, and love, the parties have been able to move forward, honoring each other's choices. You know, I not only wholeheartedly agree with Khalil Gibran when he says that our children are not our children, but when, when, but when one looks at why that child is in our lives from a higher perspective, it does help us enormously to be able to allow them to make their own cho choices and to live their own lives, no matter how contrary it is to our expectations. Now, the Posse of Angels is reminding us that before we incarnated in this human form, each and every one of us met with the Etheric Council. Now, for those who may not know, the Etheric Council is a wise, sage group of ascended masters, and they've ascended because they are enlightened and awakened in consciousness. Um, they've ascended because they once lived on the earth plane, um, and so they have experienced uh, a human life in physical form. Now, having done so, they then have the experience to help us write our contracts for our incarnations in our book of life. And as we begin our contract, we pick not only the souls that we want to be in our lives to help us learn our lessons, but we choose those souls' characteristics as well. And I know, and I've mentioned this many times before, it's hard to believe that we could choose a soul's characteristics to be in such great contrast to our own. We do this in order for us to be challenged, to irritate us, to help us grow and really take note of and learn our lessons. Now, just a note here, the Posse of Angels is reminding us that the learning of lessons in forgiveness, tolerance, patience, and acceptance, non-judgment, and unconditional love, these things do not come easy. They often come as a result and test us to see whether we will still love that person unconditionally if they have deep contrasting characteristics to ours. Now, the Posse of Angels wants to make it really clear here that one does not have to accept or put up with someone's damaging behavior in order to forgive them. You know, when I ask Jean to consider why and perhaps why she chose her daughter's behavior to help her in some way. And it was, it was funny when I saw the expression on her face because she actually started to smile. She said that in her abusive marriage, she never, ever could speak up for herself, and she remained a silent victim. But she told me that from the moment her daughter could speak, the daughter was assertive. She was outspoken. She was honest and forthright. And Jean used to marvel at her young, empowered daughter, and she often found herself wishing that she could be more like her. You know, I laughed and I told her that many times we choose our children's characteristics in order for us to be taught by them. And you know what? Even with Jean not being invited to her daughter's wedding, 
I asked her if she had to do it all over again, whether she would have a child. You know, if she could go back in time with a magic wand and say, would I choose to have a child? She said, the gift of experiencing motherhood and the joy of raising her absolutely beautiful daughter was miraculous. And she said, you know what, Candy? I would not change anything. You know, once Jean understood to let go of any expectations that she might have had from her grown child, whether she sacrificed, whether she gave 100% or whether she was a great mom, she then felt as if a huge burden had lifted from her shoulders. And she felt a freedom, a newfound freedom, like she'd never known before. Now, personally, having had children myself, I have experienced the sacrifice of going without things. You go without sleep. You go without quality time for yourself. You go without material things so that I went without material things so that my children could have what they longed for. And when one gives from the bottom of their hearts with love and kindness and devotion to one's child, and as a result of this, it's not unusual to assume how the child should behave and speak to us in return. Again, this only sets us up for an absolutely enormous fall because we cannot control anyone or anything outside of ourselves, and this includes our children. Now, the Posse of Angels is chiming in here, and they're saying, how did we feel? Take yourself back. How did we feel when we were growing and we were grown, and our parents then continued to tell us what to do, how to act, how to speak? I've heard from many clients that when they were teenagers, they needed to assert their sense of freedom, so much so that if their parents said black, they would obstinately say white, just to assert their independence. Many have shared with me that if their parents had just allowed them some carefully chosen freedoms, rather than dictating to them, they're positive that they would have been less contrary and less rebellious all the time. So it's amazing what can happen when we just give in a little. The Posse of Angels is saying that from their observance, they, that they find it very amusing that as parents, we do spend so much of our time <laughs> teaching our children to speak. We teach them to walk. We teach them to eat. We teach them to go to the bathroom, to read and live independently of us. <laughs> and then when they're grown and assert their own thoughts and opinions to be recognized as free, liberated individuals, how often do we instill our will and our expectations on the choices that they should make? Now, there's that word should again. You know, when our children are little, it's clear as to what areas truly need to be enforced. For instance, if we allowed them to eat only candy and sugar, they would not be healthy. If we allowed them to stay up all night, they wouldn't get the proper rest that they need. But as they become grown adults and they know how to brush their teeth and 
across the road, and they get to choose a college or a career of their own choice. Our grown children, just like the arrow, needs to go forth and fly, unaided by the archer, the parent. Yes, we can give them love and support and even the occasional kind-hearted advice and sage counsel on what decisions to make, you know, but everyone, ultimately, they are not our children, as said in the prophet in, by Khalil Gibran. They are separate souls with their own divine imprint, and they need to have the freedom of choice that we struggled and pushed so hard for when we were young adults. Now, the Posse of Angels is hearing many of your thoughts, <laughs> and uh, the collective is saying, but if I let them go and I allow them to make their own choices, they'll make mistakes. And the Posse of Angels is saying, you bet, because life is not about not making mistakes. We learn our absolutely best lessons from our mistakes, and lessons we learn have even more meaning because of those mistakes. Jean wiped her tear-stained eyes and asked, what could possibly be the lesson that her daughter was learning as a result of not having her mother at her wedding? I said to her that it is truly impossible to know what another person contracts to learn from their incarnation, but regardless of the lessons we contract to learn, nothing is set in stone. In every second, we have the free will as to which choices we will make that, de that determine the direction that life takes. I added that no matter what choices we make in life, the spiritual laws are always in place for each and every one. For instance, whatever we sow, so shall we reap. So, I assured her whichever energies that her daughter chose to perpetuate the anger, the sadness, the bitterness, the resentment, the regret, all of these things that, uh, um, that she chose to perpetuate towards her mother, these things will karmically pervade and permeate every facet of her life and she will feel and experience in retribution for making these decisions. And even with all of these angel insights, my client will not be at her daughter's wedding for she has no control over this. But what she does have control over is whether she chooses to destroy her soul with sadness or whether she chooses to send her daughter's her daughter prayers of love, healing, and wishes for a blessed, happy marriage. A marriage that's filled with mutual respect, trust, kindness, acceptance, and love. By sending her daughter these loving energies, Jean will be giving a beautiful gift not only to her daughter, but to herself and also to the planet as well. Jean felt so much better more empowered and control after our session. I explained to her that on the day of her daughter's wedding, I implored her to plan something special for herself. I suggested that she go out and she celebrate not only, not only the gift of motherhood that she chose to be blessed with, but to celebrate how wonderful a mother 
She was to her daughter with the unconditional love, care, compassion, and concern that she devoted to her child. And you know, listeners, that is what Jean has full control over. And when I went to my animal cards to get further message for today, a little creature waddled in who I had not seen in a very, very, very long time. And in came Penguin. These cards are uh, messages from your animals, uh, spirit guides um, by Stephen Farmer. I've wanted these cards for quite some time. And then I, they popped up on my radar screen. So with Penguin, the meaning of Penguin, uh, also it teaches us about having grace when it comes to our actions and emotions. You possess the strength and the fortitude to live with and overcome struggles. The penguin spirit animal is actually a symbol of renewal. It symbolizes community, teamwork, social connection to survive and to thrive. And we have seen this uh, right now with the devastating California fires uh, that are going on and all the teamwork and sense of community that people have come together. It teaches us to endure suffering because there's always something good waiting when one overcomes it. It tests our soul. It challenges us. It puts us in that struggle so that we will either survive or thrive. And when we come out the other end, we are so much uh, more proud of ourselves. Penguin not only lives, but thrives in some of the harshest conditions. And his message of determination, patience, and endurance will see many of us calling on self-discipline and determination to achieve our goals. We all need uh, penguins patience and endurance as we are going into this month of, uh, of November and we had a new moon in Scorpio it's presenting with opportunities to transmute our past wounds into wisdom and personal power Scorpio often takes us into our deepest pain not as a punishment but so that we can fully acknowledge it and then to liberate us from our wounds so that we can no longer drive and undermine our every choice and perhaps compromising our lives. I've heard from many people who've been broken open by the energies physically through pain or heartache or grief and emotional pain. There've been lots of endings and sadness can be overwhelming. Scorpio asks us to explore the polarities of agony and ecstasy as there are the states of intense feeling when the mind is completely eclipsed by the force greater than itself. We are asked to feel heart-centered instead of trying to figure our lives out. It's through intense feeling that we enter the storm that will completely destroy all the needs to be destroyed so that we can rebuild that which is truly of the greatest value to our individual soul. This new moon in Scorpio is likely to feel like a final test as if Venus being in retrograde for the past month has not only played havoc with our relationships, but the penguin is a sign of endurance. So thank you, Mr. Penguin, for coming in and helping us. 
You have been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff on Angel Healing House Radio. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will take some of your calls for those angel readings. And I'll see you soon. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Take your own journey with the angels with Claire Candy Huff's Heaven Sent Guided Angel Meditation CD. Letting go of concerns and living in the now. This beautiful CD walks listeners through practical exercises to help free them from the burdens, worries, and concerns of daily life. Walking a quarter of the way across the bridge, you see a bright emerald green light and sense a loving presence. This is Archangel Raphael's green healing energies nourishing and revitalizing you take a moment now to bathe in this green healing light giving you much more than just relaxation and stress release this wonderfully narrated cd provides vivid visualization soothing and inspiring music and an angel's choir that will bring you peace clarity and a newfound awareness visit angelhealinghouse.com today You're back with me, Claire Candy Hoff, on Angel Healing House Radio. Do remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on the lovely platform of Transformation Talk Radio. Before we get to those callers, I want to send out a heartfelt prayers of healing and comfort for all of those who uh, are going through the devastation of the California fires. Um, Our prayers, the Posse of Angels and myself, are sending out uh, those prayers of comfort and healing to those who are affected by the the fires. Uh, It is with such a heart felt warmth that you see the sense of community of people coming together of the first responders of of just everyone pulling together in these uh times of uh of devastation so our prayers go out to each and every one of you let's go to our callers the first caller coming up we have mandy in washington mandy you're on the line with claire candy hoff how are you I'm okay. How are you, Candy? Thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. What's been happening in your life? Well, I am wondering uh, if your posse of angels could tell me why I have not been united with my tribe yet. Um, I feel like I don't live a very authentic life because the people around me don't think like me. They don't talk like me. They don't act like I do. I'm just very spiritual, and I'm not finding that tribe that I think is out there for me. So 
So I was just wondering why I haven't been united yet. Okay. Um, your your question is a very valid one, and not only is it valid, but it's uh, also it's also very timely. Uh, what we are going through as a collective consciousness at the moment is we are still, uh, and we can tell by these uh, energies of the Venus um, in retrograde, which is playing havoc with our relationships. Yeah, this this Venus doesn't go forward un until start to go forward until November 16th. So it's been a very, very trying time relationship-wise with everyone. Perhaps uh, you haven't uh, been, been connected with your tribe yet um, uh, until you uh, come to some, um, um, you know, some, and not even a decision, but some place in your heart where... Uh, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of time with these people, but you have to bless them, not have to, but it would be very beneficial for you to bless them to be uh, for where they are at the moment because they're but I for do. the great. Okay. Okay. So that's very important. Do you have to spend time with them? Um, well, they're my only options, which is my biggest concern. Okay. Uh, is this is this a matter of location? That's a good question. <laughs> okay, because the posse of angels. I live are with saying... my family. Mm -hmm. I live with my family, and they're extremely loving. So I'm in a good place. Yeah. But nobody's like me, so there's got to be a tribe of people like me somewhere. Oh, they're saying definitely there are. And we are each put in a, uh, a particular family. We each choose a particular family. We each choose a particular location that we can be of the greatest good, not only for our soul's growth, but the greatest good of all concern. So, you, you know, you, are, you have been in the right place, but they're now saying that, um, you know, where you are is very comfortable family-wise. Um, I don't know if that's financially as well, but you are being tested now because there's that instinct in you. There's that part of you that is saying there's so much more out there. And um, if I'm going to experience my tribe, the, the tribe uh, is of a higher vibrational frequency. It doesn't mean they're superior. It just means they're of a higher shift in consciousness um, and would be more divinely aligned with your energies. And this is not going to happen where you are now. It's not going to abracadabra because where you are now, uh, you're living with those, uh, those energies that are disparate to your own. And so they are keeping like a buffer that tribe away from you. So I think it is a matter of a decision a matter of uh, uh, of uh, maybe switching locations. Um, if if uh, being with your tribe is a priority for you, and I think it's becoming it more and more of a priority because the more we shift in consciousness, and the more others do not switch in consciousness, then the then the more disparate the energies become, and the more uncomfortable. We cannot be in and and with people who no longer uh, resonate with us. It hurts. It actually hurts. It you know, hurts to be 
back, you know? I mean, we bless them, we love them unconditionally, but the fact is energy is energy. And we just feel uh, off kilter when we are not with those who are of the same energetic resonance. So the posse of angels are saying to you, dear Mandy, that perhaps it is time to start even entertaining the idea of moving. You could even move and say that you want to change for three months. And for the angels to show you, you know, it's scary if you've been living uh, at home or if you've been living in a certain place to then think about making this huge leap. You could even say, I want to try it for three months. Angels, please show me and bring me the signs of the place, which is going to be a great landing spot for me, um, a great sense of community, you know, with like-minded people and, you know, which shall be uh, supported um, with, you know, loving uh, beings and, and all of that. So, and then you open yourself to receive. Um, I don't think it's going to be as hard as you think it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a lot easier, but you have to make that decision and they can't make that decision for you. <sighs> so let's go Did to they the say anything about, um, how to afford it. Okay. Um, they're saying that's putting the cart before the horse. Okay. So right now, right now, you don't feel particularly abundant where you are. You don't feel energetically supported, you know, promoted, encouraged, or, you know, your energies are out of alignment. So the abundance flow is cut off. If you put your emphasis on thank you, thank you for this wonderful opportunity that takes me to a new community um, and open yourself up, uh, you know, all you need to do is say thank you and then be open to receive when you, uh, you know, when the timing is right. The first card that comes up for you is the world card. Now, this is a great confirmation of what we've been speaking with. You have, you have come to the end you have come, the world is always about completion and it's also about new beginnings. So the completion is you've understood that you were there for a reason. You know, you helped, you, uh, you might have even saved and enabled people, but we don't do that anymore. And so the universe is in each one of us and you're ready to move on to that new beginning. So there is a really good uh, confirmation about that. Next one, okay. uh, next one is the uh, the Queen of Swords. Now, this is the taking authority card. You know, you know, you know that you are always supported by the universe. You know that the universe desires what you desire, and uh, you put it out there. Thank you, thank you for my new community. If this means that I need to move locations, which it would be, because the the higher vibrational um, community or the tribe is not going to, is going to, is not going to be in the same resonance as the, the family you're with or the people you're with. So it's going to keep that away. So it's you that needs to, Mohammed needs to go to the mountain. You need to be the, the <laughs> impetus. You need to be the impetus to move there. And then okay. the next card, the next card for you is the queen of wands. I always feel forget that I'm on camera. So there we have the, 
the universe card. The next card is taking the authority, which is the Queen of Swords. And the next one is the Queen of Wands. Now, the Queen of Wands is, she's an authority, but she's in a different authority because she's very creative. She's very creative. She, uh, creative energy and expression. And she knows that the more creative she can be, the more possibilities that the uh, universe can bring her, the fulfillment of her desires. So, um, so they want you also to be very creative and they want you to thank them. Thank, thank God and the angels for showing you what your next move is and, uh, and be open to receive um, in all kinds of ways. Um, and they're saying you had to get to this stage where there's irritation and there's, you know, agitation. <laughs> To, to for so many times, you know, it's like making a, a pearl, you know, the irritation that makes a, makes the grit and the oyster, right. the pearl. Um, but you're now ready. You're now more than ready. And uh, they will show you the signs on where to move. Um, and I dare say that, uh, that there will be an opportunity for employment. There'll be an, an opportunity for you to, uh, to be uh, financially, you know, well off or um or taken in by others you know uh that provide you with another opportunity um so um so i hope that's all been helpful for you mandy it's been very helpful thank you so much sending you so much love take care of yourself bye-bye god bless bye and uh thank you very much for that mandy you know in so many cases uh you know we don't we're pushed and pushed and pushed and we don't like uh, something that uh, is around us that doesn't resonate with us. And uh, we can't change the people around us. We can't change those circumstances, but we can move locations and we can make different decisions. Let's go to our next caller. We have Beth in California. Beth, you're on the line with Angel Healing House Radio. How are you, and are you affected by the fires? Um, yeah, um, we were evacuated, but we're so um, protected that we um, were able to come back, and we're just on high alert until the fire, the um, red flag um, Wednesday night. That's when we can unpack our cars and everything. So mm. we're just being prepared in case the ambers start to fly in our direction because the winds are so high and stuff. But I feel so blessed because our firefighters are just like these amazing angels that just work so hard and that we have them available. I just feel so grateful that they were here to save our houses. Oh Those of gosh. us who did have our houses saved. You know, it was right behind our house and they were just lined up all night all morning saving our house. So I'm really grateful for that. And I just, um, just, you know, it's just a very ch challenging time for a lot of people right now with the holidays coming. So I'm hoping that um, people will continue to help and support everybody. It is. It's amazing the amount of uh, being here in Santa Monica. Um, it, it's amazing the amount of community community uh, camaraderie that's that's happened you know uh in restaurants you know are serving meals to first responders and and all the firefighters and and policemen and and the the contributions um and the donations and just 
people pooling their efforts. Um, it's as sometimes it's sad to think that the tragedy needs to happen in order for people to to respond in this way, but it's um, it's very heartwarming. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to explain to a client that sometimes things have to happen for people to go to the next to that level of compassion and prioritizing and understanding what's important to them. Yes, yes, and exactly, you know, because when you have when you have 10 or 15 minutes, you know, uh, you know, when you, and, and when my husband and I lived in Santa Barbara, uh, the, the wall of, uh, fire, uh, and the mountain that was coming down towards us, you know, we were on the next, uh, next uh, area to be evacuated. And you look at this, you look at your belongings and you think to yourself, what should I put in the car? Um, and life becomes whittled down to what truly is important. Yeah, exactly. And it's just um, also strange because the fire is so beautiful. It's just yeah. beautiful to look at. And then the, the fear that, uh, like, we parked up on the hill and just watched all the hills being on fire. And it was like, this is so beautiful, and yet it's really terrifying for everybody. So it's it is. the strange of the duality of that, you know, the, just in that, you know, the purification and beauty versus, and then all the stuff that goes along with that. So, yeah, it's been um, a very intense week because we also had the massacre right before the fire. So, and it's right down the street from us. So it's just the energies are pretty intense, but, you know, we're all moving through such incredible times right now. So it is, it's, just it's part very, of it. Very, very trying times. This new moon in Scorpio, um, as I as I read, um, it is it is taking us emotionally and physically uh, to the to uh, to break. It's, it's almost like to break us open, so that only what yeah. is going to only what is going to remain is going to be of authentic value to us for us to build on. Then in twenty nineteen. Um, and and in order for that to happen, uh, you know, the pain has to be so intense that everything else pales in comparison. Um, and uh, it's it's a very trying time. So I just would encourage everyone to just be as kind as and gentle to themselves as possible. Um, and lots of prayers and lots of time of reflection. Which is hard because when you're under a state of high alert, your anxiety levels, you know, people start to be like in this intensity. So it is such an importance to just bring in your faith and trust that everything's as it should be, you know, or as it is, it's appropriate and that your lessons, it's just hard. And you just have to bring in all your tools. It's like, this is the time to really pull all your tools out. <laughs> oh, it's, it's true. It's true. And, um, it, just staying in that present moment is enough is exactly. is enough of a challenge because you know so many of our fears start to come to the surface you know what happens yeah. what happens if what happens if this what happens if that exactly. and, uh and it's it the 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 noise the inner 
internal dialogue can be so uh, frightful for some people that they find it almost impossible to stay in that present moment, which you must do if you are in an evacuation area. Yeah, yeah, that's what's helped me is by staying in the present moment, then I can be guided. So each time I've been guided before everybody else, you know, is guided, like we, we evacuated like 15 minutes before the mandatory evacuation went out, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. get out. So we were able to be ahead of the crowd. Um, so it's just staying connected. You're right. Staying in the present moment and asking, you know, what's most important right now? You know, what could, what would you have to take with you? And so, and it's almost the same as life, you know, it's like, what do we need to continue to carry with us? You know, it's yes. Like, What's our priorities? It's like, what else do we do? We need to hang on to all this stuff. (laughs) It's true. It's true. You know, once we once we go through something like that, we then look at our material possessions. We we look around and we say, what is, what do I really need? What uh, what is superfluous and what can I then pass on to others? You know, we then see our material uh, world in a very very different light. And emotionally, like I keep thinking about what you were saying about the holidays and the family, and I'm thinking, you know, it's so, I mean, it's like so not important to be right about everything. No, no, it does. It, it, actually, um, I had a client said to me, uh, who is estranged from uh, one, of, one of his children? Um, he said, I cannot tell you, and it's a, a longstanding client, so we've worked together for many years. He said, the penny finally dropped with me that I used to get so upset when the child didn't remember my birthday or didn't, you know, call me for the holidays or whatever. And then this, that his child had grandchildren and, and was introduced to his grandchild. And he said, he said, it helped me so much when you said, you know, and when you told me about Khalil Gibran and the prophet and the children are not our own and they, they must go off and live their own lives. And he said, when I finally knew that their actions had nothing to do with me and I could love them unconditionally and forgive them, um, it just was so liberating and it was just so freeing. Um, and then if each and every one of uh, each and every one of us would let go of that expectation and attachment of what should happen and rather just live in that unconditional love and forgiveness. Well, that's what I was just going to say to you about that is what I, I didn't want children. And yet my sister passed and left me with a 10 year old who's now 34. And what she's been is my greatest teacher because she has, um, her personality has made it so that I've had to learn to love unconditionally, continue to let go of control, having to be right, thinking, I, you know, all those things. So they do, they are there for us too to grow from. It's not just about, you know, them. It's, it's amazing how much that, that pain can teach us what's, what's important and how to set such great boundaries for ourselves. Absolutely. And uh, I, I often like the phrase, by our children, we will be taught, you know. Um, exactly. 
and that's why we chose that's why we chose their uh, off times contrasting characteristics, which make us pull our hair out. Um, it tests us, <laughs> <laughs> and it just it gives us sleepless nights. Yeah, sleepless nights and ulcers. But ultimately, uh, it oh is there. It's there to make our souls grow and for us to be challenged. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, <laughs> until until we're not anymore, right? Until we're not anymore, which I yes, don't know. I guess that's when we die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll be we're, we're given a halo and a harp, and we don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I would love to know what the what the posse wants me to know for the holidays and what how to. Um, because I have stuff coming up that I really thought I had dealt with and I would like to know that this is going to be dealt with and handled and I can move through this. I really want to release all of this. Okay, so in in what area do you feel about the uh, about stuff that you hadn't dealt with? I thought I had dealt with all my issues around my weight and it just it keeps coming up even though I take good care of myself. It just keeps coming up because of... Um, you know, it's the holidays and, it's, you know, trying to manage that. And then um, everyone around me um, doing their thing and all that. It just triggers a lot of stuff in me. Okay. Um, uh, the word that comes to mind is expectation. They really do want you to let go of that attachment and expectation that you would be happier. <laughs> that you would be happier if you were a certain size. You would be happier if you were That's a certain number or a certain weight um you're actually you're actually diminishing uh your your holiday joy um by uh by defaulting back to those programs of if only i was a certain size if only i could get into that dress if only i could whatever and uh they want you to stay in the present moment and say my joy is not dependent on an expectation and attachment to uh, to a certain size, to a certain weight, you know. Uh, if I was 10 pounds thinner, would I be happier? If I was 20 pounds lighter, would I be happier? There are a lot of uh, very skinny people walking around, a lot of anorexics who are not particularly happy. Uh, there are a lot of people of all different shapes and sizes. Uh, and when we when we take our gaze away from our present, away from our uh, reality or our world. And we, you know, you had mentioned other people um, and we start to compete or we start to see ourselves in, uh, in the light of what people are. We diminish our joy. There's no other Beth in any space, time and dimension. When you cross over out of this beautiful body that you're in now, this Beth energy does not exist out of the trillions of energies in the world. That's how divine it is. And uh, all they want you to do is they want you to shine this beautiful divine Beth energy that's never been duplicated like two snowflakes. Our fingerprints are, you know, are very singular and unique. And they want you to know that your joy uh, that you get from the holidays um, is... Uh, is is so special and they don't want you to diminish it in any way don't compete don't see yourself as uh 
as having and, uh, having any competition with anybody else um, and don't see your light in light of anybody else's. So, and they're saying, this is not only for you, Beth, but this is for the planet and this is for the greatest good of all concerned. So I hope that's helpful. The Eight of Wands... The Eight of Wands comes up for you, which is an opening. This is a, this is, um, it's, because we were speaking about the fires, this is like a fire break. They want you to create a fire break in your life where the irritation about your weight stops. Create, create your own fire break and say, I am I am perfect in this very moment, and my joy is not dependent on that. I've got to go. It's the end of the show. I'm sending you so much love. Love to you, too. Thank you so much. Okay, take care, sweetheart, and be safe. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. And that just about wraps the show up for today. Thank you to all my callers who are calling in once again. Our heartfelt prayers go out for the distressing and the devastation of the California fires and all those concerned, wrapping each one of you in golden light that you're safe and out of harm's way. And remember, everyone, do take this opportunity in each and every second to connect with your divine eternal nature and go out and fashion an absolutely beautiful heaven on earth for yourself and others. I'm sending you so much love and angel blessings, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care. Bye.